Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Tori is back. Everyone praise the Lord, but we would also still appreciate your prayers for her health. Everything's Mm -hmm. fine, but you know, what comes along with birthing a child, you know, we just appreciate your prayers (laughs) for her. But a few other housekeeping items before we jump back into our new Morning Mercies devotional, which you all have been loving, which has been awesome, is number one, Tori and I are going to be sharing about some ways that you all can be the hands and feet of Jesus in this season. Mm-hmm. And number two, be on the lookout for uh, the podcast this month where Tori and I are going to do our annual 12 days of Christmas giveaway, which will be the 12 days leading up into Christmas. So yes. be on the lookout for that too. But I did just want to give you a heads up beforehand. Yes, we are so excited to share with you what we are going to be giving away this year. But something else we're very excited to share is the Chosen campaign through World Vision. You guys, Chad and I have sponsored children in the past, but the way the Chosen campaign is doing it makes it so intimate and special because for $39 a month, you send in a picture and the child actually gets to choose you because poverty steals so much from these kids, but this is actually giving the power back to them. And what World Vision does is they really take an entire like holistic approach to it. So when you sponsor a child, you're not only sponsoring that child, but you're also investing in the community and impacting four additional children. And I know $39 can sound like a lot, but when you think about it in terms of going out to dinner once a month and how much that can truly impact someone who is really in need, if you feel led, we are going to have a link in the description of the podcast. If you want to check it out, look at their website and all the incredible things that they're doing. That $39 a month goes so far. It's helping in poverty for good for these children. It's helping bring clean water, education, healthcare, and even more. And so like we said, we're going to have that link in the bio and we highly recommend checking it out. All right. You ready to jump into the devotional? Yes. Let's jump right in. It says, if you are not fully formed into the image of Jesus, Your Redeemer is neither satisfied nor finished, and neither should you be. The devotional continues. We don't talk about it much. It doesn't find its way into our theological outlines. It's not the typical way we think about our Redeemer. Yet, it is an observation that not only gives you hope, but defines for you what your Lord is doing right here, right now. And here it is. You serve a dissatisfied Redeemer. You ought to be very thankful that your Redeemer isn't easily satisfied. He does not do his work poorly or incompletely. He does not walk away from what he has begun until it is perfectly finished. He does not grow bored, tired, discouraged, or distracted. He does not have a short attention span. He does not suffer from redemptive attention deficit disorder. He never grows impatient. He isn't irritated by how long his work is taking. He never wishes that he hadn't begun it in the first place. He never tries to rush what takes time. He never uses his power to turn what must be a process into an event. He never wonders if it's worth it and contemplates calling it off. Your Redeemer is zealous for one goal 
the final renewal of all things. Ultimate salvation from all that sin is and all that sin has broken is his unrelenting pursuit. He will continue to unleash his power to accomplish redemption, and he will not be satisfied until the last enemy is under his feet and the final kingdom has come. Yes, there is a great and eternal hope for you and the dissatisfaction of your Redeemer. Our problem is that we are all too easily satisfied. We're satisfied with a little bit of theological knowledge, a degree of biblical literacy, occasional moments of ministry, and a measure of personal spiritual growth. We're sadly satisfied with being a little bit better when God's goal is that we will be completely remolded into his image. In fact, it is even worse than that. Not only are we too easily satisfied, we are all very easily distracted. We get distracted by the temporary glories of this created world, and we actually begin to think that we can find our satisfaction there. So you and I quit pressing on because our Redeemer continues pressing on. And while He, in glorious dissatisfaction, still works to redeem us from us, we are out chasing other lovers. We begin to believe that we can do for us what only He can do. We begin to invest our time, energy, and hope in things that can never deliver. Hope is not found in the places where our hearts look for satisfaction, but in the dissatisfaction of our Redeemer. He will complete His work even in those moments when we don't care that He does. Wow, that's so powerful. I feel like really what hit me was the beginning part when it talks about God's character and that number one, he isn't satisfied. That kind of took me by surprise. I was me like, too. wait, what does that mean? Yeah. And two, when it was talking about how he never wonders if anything that he's doing is worth it. Mm. He never contemplates calling it off and he never questions how long the process is taking because I feel like that's something that we so often do. And I know that I get caught up in that a lot. Like, why is this taking so long? And why can't God just fix this problem right now? And just remembering the character of God in that way that Mm -hmm. he's not anxious. He's not wondering. He's not questioning any of it. Like when it said that, um, he could turn a process into an event, but he doesn't because he knows the process is better. Right. And how often we don't want to go through the process. We just want results when we we want want them them and we want them (laughs) now. And so, yeah, it was just very eye opening for me. Yeah. That, that whole point kind of brings me to this place of, and, and I know this and it bothers me that I know it. I just don't live like I know it is that God is always doing more inside of you than what he's doing outside of you. Mm -hmm. Yet most of my prayers, I would say a large percentage of them are about things outside of me. Yeah. And I think of Abraham and I think about how long him and Sarah had to wait to conceive that child. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, God, you could have done this really fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yet he didn't. And you read in the story about all the different ways that, you know, Abraham and Sarah took control and kind yeah. of uh, negatively impacted things. Yeah. And you saw the impurities being cleansed from them. Right. You saw the thing that God was doing inside the thing. Right. Which is really cool. Yeah. You saw people getting purified in the right. process, which is important. Yes, absolutely. And that to me 
it gives me a lot of hope mm-hmm. to know that there are things I'm absolutely praying about that I'm like, God, come on, please, <laughs> come on, like seriously, God, yeah. please help. Yeah. You know, but then it's like, wait a second, mm-hmm. is he doing something even deeper than what I know, what I right. can see right now? Yeah. And Always. the answer is most likely yeah. yes, right? <laughs> yes. So that really encouraged me. Yeah, I love that. You ready to pray, son? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder today. And we pray that you would just open our eyes to what you're trying to do inside of us, Lord, that we wouldn't question you, that we would remember your character and we remember that you're always doing something behind the scenes. So would you open our eyes to that today so that we can truly see that we can press into the process with you. We want to walk alongside of you day by day and remember what is truly important. We love you, Lord, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and now don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget to check out that link in the description of what World Vision is doing. And yes. don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.